It's 8.30 and time once again for the Bible Broadcast with Evangelist Keith Allison. Well, let me say what a real blessing it is to be back on the radio again. And I do want to welcome you to this 30 minutes of Bible study and Bible exposition. This is Evangelist Keith Allison out of Demarest, Georgia. And I just want to say that I appreciate so much the opportunity to share the Word of God with you on this occasion. I want to say that today's broadcast is sponsored by Keith Allison Ministries. This is a faith-based, listener-supported ministry out of Demarest, Georgia, and it's a real honor for me uh, to be able to come to you via the radio and uh, share the good Word of God. I do want to remind you of our website, and let me encourage you to go there and visit our site. It is KeithAllisonMinistries.com. Again, KeithAllisonMinistries.com. You'll see the books that I have written, and you can order those using your debit or credit card, and uh, it's real easy to do, and I trust that you'll uh, take advantage of that material. I think that it'll be a real blessing and a help to you, and so you look at our books there, and I think they'll be something that you could use. And then you'll see the short-term itinerary, uh, where my meetings are and where I'll be preaching over the next uh, maybe six weeks to eight weeks as it's posted. And then just uh, you can check that often and my wife will update and uh, put up the new meetings as they come in. And then you'll see the radio stations that I am on and uh, we encourage you to listen when you can. And then you can Google those uh, radio call letters on most of the stations and go to their website and you can listen to us online. I would like to give you the heads up on this. Uh, you can go to the radio station WGTJ, WGTJ out of Gainesville, Georgia, but you can go to their website, WGTJradio.com, that's WGTJradio.com, and you'll find that our broadcasts are archived, and so you can listen on demand. Just go to their website using your phone or other device. Go to their website, and uh, you can listen anytime. And just go to their menu, look at the broadcast, the Bible Broadcast Ministries, and uh, then you can just listen to any of these broadcasts. And uh, so I think it'll be a real help, especially in this series that I'm doing on prophecy. You might you will want to go back and listen again. Or if you want to tell your friends and neighbors, tell someone about the program, then you can just tell them to go to the website and they can listen to these station, uh, these broadcasts as they are archived. Again, that's WGTJRadio.com. All right, last time we, begin, we were looking at uh, this anti-Semitism and the end times. That's what I've entitled this little study anti-Semitism and the end times. And of course, we are dealing with uh, some prophecy in these uh, broadcasts. We began uh, by looking and asking the question, are we in the last days? And then we looked at three growing battlefields for the last days. And then last time we started looking at this anti-Semitism and the end times. And so we see the rise of the anti-sentiment uh, feelings around the world. Uh, we're seeing protests even in our country 
as uh, Israel is engaged in conflict with Hamas. And uh, so there's a lot of interest being shown in this uh, in these days. And so what I want to do is try to help you understand uh, some more about what the Bible says about anti-Semitism and what it has to do with end-time prophecy. So on our last broadcast, we looked at the beginning of the hostility between the Jews and the Arabs, and we traced it all the way back to Isaac and Ishmael, the two sons of Abraham, Isaac being the son of Abraham and Sarah, and Ishmael being the son of Abraham and Hagar. But we know that the covenant that God was making with Abraham concerning the nation of Israel, that it extends through Isaac and not Ishmael. So according to the Bible, I said according to the Bible and history, the land that we know of as Israel today, it belongs to the Jewish people and not to the Arabs. But anyway, that is where the controversy lies. And then we also looked and saw how that this, uh, this anti-Semitism, it is a part of Satan's opposition of God and his people and God's plans uh, here on the earth. And we know that the devil has been opposing God from the days of Adam and Eve when he through the serpent tempted Eve and brought sin into the world. And so all through our Bible, we have a history of Satan opposing the work of God. And in that opposition, he, he will oppose the people of God, the nation of Israel. And of course, in the New Testament church age, he opposes the church. So we are in spiritual warfare. So there are two primary reasons then why we are seeing this uh, anti-Semitism uh, in the world. The one uh, being the hostility between the descendants of Ishmael and Isaac and the other uh, because of the uh, opposition of Satan to God and his program. And so we also looked at the prophecy in Deuteronomy where God said that he would scatter the Jew all over the world and that in that dispersion, they would find no ease. Uh, they would have a trembling heart and failing of eyes and sorrow of mind. Their life would hang in doubt before them. And we know that that is the case. So, uh, we know then that the Bible shows us the beginning and the causes of anti-Semitism. And uh, so let's expand that a little bit further today uh, in our study as we look at what the Bible has to say. Now, when we looked in Deuteronomy and saw that God would disperse his people around the world because of their disobedience, we find that that's what happened. In 722, the ten northern tribes uh, were carried off into Assyrian captivity. In 605 to 586, the two southern tribes were carried away into Babylonian captivity. 
And of course, they return. And then in AD 70, we know that when Jesus was alive, that the Jew was back in their land. Uh, they had a temple. It was Zerubbabel's temple that had been rebuilt by Herod. But we know that they were still living under the oppression of the Roman Empire. So in AD 70, uh, some uh, approximately 40 years after the crucifixion of Christ, we find that their temple was destroyed along with the city in AD 70 by the Roman uh, army. And then in 135 AD, in 135 AD, we know that the Jew was expelled from the land of Israel by the Roman government. And uh, of course, in that, in them being expelled, the Roman emperor at that time renamed the land of Israel and he called it Palestine. And he did so to try to disassociate the land of Israel from the Jew uh, that who had previously occupied it and whose land it belonged to. So anyway, that's how the land got its name Palestine, which is a play on the name Philistine. And of course, the Philistines were enemies of the nation of Israel. But we find that throughout the Bible, they were uh, prophecies about the rebirth and the regathering of the nation of Israel. Now, I'm going to deal with that in a later broadcast, but I need to mention it here in this message on anti-Semitism. But we find that throughout the Bible, God made the promise, like in Ezekiel 36 and also 37, that the Jew would be brought back to the land of Israel and that their nation would be restored and they would be regathered and restored. Well, in our modern history, in, on May the 14th of 1948, we know that Israel became a nation once again. For some 1900 years, they have been a people scattered among all the nations of the world, and in that dispersion, they have been persecuted, and anti-Semitism has existed wherever they live. But in 1948, uh, they came back to, or, or they had been coming into the land of Israel uh, in the turn of the 20th century, and then so they became a state again in 1948. Now, as we look at what the Bible says about the future, it is necessary for us to understand that all these things that I'm going to be showing you that are end-time events that are connected to anti-Semitism that they could not have happened until after Israel's return and their regathering in 1948. So the prophecies could not have been fulfilled until the Jew has been brought back into their land. Now, I know that some of you are all millennial and you do not believe in the second coming of Christ. You do not believe in a tribulation period. You do not believe in the thousand-year kingdom age period. But I am one that is considered a premillennialist, 
which believes that the rapture is going to take place and that catching away or the rapture will rapture the church out. It will snatch away the believers and then after the rapture, the Antichrist will be revealed and he will make a covenant with the Jewish nation for seven years. And this marks the beginning of the tribulation period. And then in the middle of that tribulation period, the Antichrist will break his covenant with the nation of Israel. And of course, they will face persecution as never before. So all of these events are yet future, but they could not have begun or they could not begin until after Israel has been brought back into her land. So I'm just pointing this out to let you know, neighbor, that, that we're living in these last days. Now, there's no way that any of us knows the day or the hour in which the Lord Jesus is coming back. The Bible uh, forbids us from trying to set dates. There have been other uh, preachers, and denominations and organizations that said that on such and such date that Jesus was coming and that date came and gone and and went and he did not come. And so they're left to be made looking like a fool and so nobody knows the day or the hour. So we are foolish if we think we know exactly when he's coming. So I cannot do that. I cannot set a date nor a time. But the Bible does give generalities. It does give specifics about a general time frame. And we do know that we are in the last days. And I pointed that out several broadcasts ago. ago. And again, if you'll go to WGTJRadio.com and you'll hear these broadcasts as they are archived, you can go back and listen to these again. So we are in the last days. The Bible gives us three portraits of the last days. One of them can be seen in the condition of the world. One of them can be seen in the condition of the church. And the other can be seen in the state of the nation of Israel. And so when you look at where we're at in the world, in the church, and where Israel's at today, then you know that we're in these last days. And as again, if these end time prophecies could not be fulfilled until Israel has been brought back into her land, then neighbor, that happened, or the initial beginning of it happened in 1948. So for almost 1900 years, the Jew has been scattered around the world they have not lost their identity because wherever the Jews lived, they maintained Jewish communities. They maintained uh, somewhat the orthodoxy of their religion that is as it is under the Old Testament and not the New. So the Jew has maintained their identity and their heritage around the world. They've been persecuted for that. And so we're seeing then that we're in these last days because Israel is in her land 
And now we're witnessing this uptick in anti-Semitism. Okay, now let me explain this to you. There has been at least six times in the Jewish history where the Jewish nation was on the verge of annihilation. The first one you'll find was the attempt by the Pharaohs, and this is found in Exodus chapter 1, when he wanted to have all the male children killed. And this happened around 1571 to 1491 B.C., approximately 1,500 years before Christ. And then the second one was in 722 when the Assyrians uh, took the ten northern tribes and deported them, and they were assimilated among other peoples. The third one would have been the Babylonians' attack and massacre and deportation of the Jews that were in uh, Israel at that time as they were carried off into Babylonian captivity. And we have the history of that in the book of Daniel and in the book of uh, Ezekiel as well. And then the fourth one we find in the book of Esther where Haman was uh, plotting to exterminate all the Jews that were throughout the Persian Empire. And this would have been around 510 B.C. But God raised up Esther for her time to be the protector of the nation of Israel. The fifth time would have been uh, between the Testaments around 170 B.C. and it was carried out by a man by the name of Antichus Epiphanes who would have liked to have wiped out uh, the Jewish population in his day but, of course, God had mercy. And then the sixth time, of course, was in Rome by Romans in A.D. 70 when Titus and uh, his army uh, destroyed the city of Jerusalem. And they say that there's a close to three-fourths to uh, a one million people that were killed uh, in that siege and in that war. And then historians tell us that the city of Jerusalem has been besieged 34 times in its history, more than any other walled city in all of existence. And so the Jew has been on the verge of extinction many, many times. But God, the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of, of Jacob, the God that made those covenants with the nation of Israel, he is the very one that is guaranteeing their existence and their perseverance and their preservation. Now, I know that the Jewish nation today is a nation in unbelief. They are not a Christian nation. There are some Orthodox Jews, but then most of them are secular. So they are not saved as the way we as a, as a Baptist would use the term saved. And a Jew, the only way they're going to go to heaven is to be saved just like you and I. So because they are Jews does not make them automatically saved. But nevertheless, in the divine choice and election of God, the nation of Israel was chosen as an earthly people for God to give revelation through. And to, in other words, we have our Bible. It is a Jewish book. And we have a Savior that came through the Jewish people. And so God is not done 
with the nation of Israel. And so I want to say that Jesus, now listen very carefully, in Matthew chapter number 24, which is a, a chapter on prophecy that Jesus himself gave uh, here uh, as he was alive upon the earth. And in Matthew 24, he describes the time period known as the tribulation period, and then he describes his second coming. But this is what he said to those Jewish people that were listening in Matthew 24 and verse number, verse number uh, uh, 9. He says, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. Now listen, And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. This is a prophecy that Jesus gave about the tribulation period. That is, still in the future. He said, you shall be hated of all nations. That, dear friend, is anti-Semitism. And he said, why? For my name's sake. Again, it goes back to the fact that they are God's earthly chosen people that God chose to give us the revelation of our Bible and sending his son through them into the world and the final kingdom age, that thousand-year kingdom age, Jesus is going to rule from the throne of David over this world from the land of Israel. And so the Bible said, And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. So Jesus foretold of anti-Semitism in the last days. Now when we go to the book of Revelation, and actually look at the tribulation period itself. And again, this is a seven-year period that follows the rapture or the catching away of the church. And in that tribulation period, we find, dear friend, the, the climax or the, or the coming to a head of anti-Semitism. In the, in the book of Revelation, chapter number 12, when the devil and his angels, sometime during the tribulation period, they will lose access to the heaven where God is at. The Bible gives us the account of the war in heaven during that time. And the Bible teaches us that the devil is going to be cast down to the earth. So the Bible says in verse 13 of chapter 12, Revelation, and when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. Okay, earlier in chapter 12, you'll see that the prophecy is about the woman who is bringing forth a man-child. That woman is the nation of Israel. The child is the Lord Jesus Christ. So during the tribulation period, when the devil is cast down to the earth, he is going to bring unprecedented persecution against the nation of Israel. Why? Because of the relationship to the Son. In other words, remember, all this anti-Semitism has its roots uh, historically with Ishmael and, and, and Isaac, but or Jacob, but, or, or Isaac rather, but it also has its has its uh, uh, roots in Satan's opposition to God, and so during the tribulation period, the devil 
is going to try to duplicate and imitate, amen, uh, the things of God. The Antichrist is going to rule and his rule will be in place of the rule of Christ. You have the unholy trinity, the devil, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. And so the devil is substituting or he is mimicking the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So the persecution will be by the devil himself. And then this anti-Semitism will come from the Antichrist and his kingdom. Because the Bible teaches that after he breaks a covenant with the nation of Israel, that during those last three and a half years, the Bible says that it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations, and all that shall dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of the life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So this will be a persecution of both Jew and Gentile that become believers during that time period. In Revelation chapter number 7, there are 144,000 Jews that are sealed, and then there is a great multitude that no man can number of all nations that are sealed. In other words, these will be saved individuals, and the Antichrist will make war against them. It will not only be anti-Semitic uh, in its, in its uh, target, but it will also be a Christian, amen, anti-Christian. And friends, so that tells me and leads me to believe that the same people today that are crying out for the blood of the Jew is the same people that will cry out for your and my blood as a believer of the Lord Jesus Christ. And remember, one thing that all these nations, most of these nations right now that's opposing Israel has in common, they all may not be Arabs. Uh, you see, Iran is not an Arab nation. Turkey is not an Arab nation. I know that Hamas is. I know that Syria is. I know Jordan is. Uh, I know that uh, there's other Arabs in the, in, the, in the region, but all of them are not Arabs. But what they all have in common is that, is that they are of the Islamic faith. And friend, uh, according to the Quran in the Islamic faith, they are to destroy the infidels. And so they do not like the West, which is the United States and Western culture, uh, which is uh, Christian and, and, uh, other, and then Protestants and whatever, but they, they despise us as well. So the same ones crying out for anti-Semitism is also against the people of God. So we're, we're finding then that all of this is going to come to a head during that tribulation period. And so that leads us to the ending of the tribulation period uh, during the days of, of what we call the Battle of Armageddon. And this is what the Bible says in Zechariah chapter 12. And I'll deal with this greater in the future. But the Bible says this in Zechariah 12.1 or 12.2. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about when they shall be in the siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem. So he's prophesying of a time 
when the nations of the world will gather against Israel. This is what he said in chapter number 14 of Zechariah, verse 2. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. For then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle. So that's the second coming of Christ. So what brings him back? The nations of the world gathered over in Israel against the Jewish people to annihilate them, to destroy them. And when it looks like that they are about to be completely wiped up, the Lord himself will descend from heaven and fight against them. But the Bible tells me in Revelation 19, 19, and I saw the beast, that's the Antichrist, and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. So this, this military campaign is actually going to be centered not only against the Jew, but against the coming of Christ. So we find then that anti-Semitism is anti-God, it is anti-Christ, it is anti-Christian. Amen? So I hope this helps you get a little handle on this. Uh, my website is KeithAllisonMinistries.com. You can write uh, to me at P.O. Box 312, Cornelia, Georgia, 30531. You can call or text 706-968-1182. Until next time, keep looking up. Jesus is coming soon. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. It's 9 o'clock in